Welcome back for another episode of the AWG Podcast, where we discuss the biggest topics and trends in the water sport and boat tour industry. Make sure to subscribe to the show on your favorite podcast platform and join our mailing list by visiting watersportpodcast.com. After you finish listening, continue the conversation in our Facebook group, Water Sport and Boat Tour Operators. Thanks for listening and enjoy the show. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 69 of the Awkward Water Sport Guys podcast. 69! (laughs) (laughs) I knew, I knew he was going to say something. (laughs) So you got to go back and edit all that, right? No. no, we're not. No, no, this, <laughs> not at we're all. Not gonna edit this out. No, this is why people <laughs> listen to us, man. They love this shit, dude. Yeah. Well, anyways, episode sixty nine. We have with us Jeremy Perry, captain of the Sunny Lady Dolphin Cruise out of Gulf Shores, Alabama. Jeremy, welcome to the show. Thank you for having me, Greg. Thank you for having me, Kevin. So um, our episode today is going to be about, you know, how to kind of read the room as a captain, because how many times have we been on a, a tour and the captain or the crew just had a did a terrible job of just kind of working the the crowd. Maybe uh, you went on a tour and you're supposed to see some sea life and you don't see the sea life. How do you kind of recover from that situation? And Jeremy is, and I'll be honest, like Jeremy's one of the best at this. And I don't say it because I know Jeremy and been on his tour, but you just go to his reviews on Google for Sunny Lady and you will understand why he is is one of the best at it. So for everyone here that runs a headboat and is looking to uh, learn a little bit about some of Jeremy's secrets that they can utilize in their business, well, we're going to have a conversation about that today. But Jeremy, before we begin, uh, I'd like you to tell a little bit about uh, yourself and how you got into water sports and boating. Uh, well, I am 43 years old. I do look like I'm 20 years old. So I, that is a good thing and a bad thing. Uh, people do kind of read that as this captain, he don't have a whole lot of experience. He's going to get us out there and, and get us heard or uh, not know what he's talking about. I was actually 17 years as a police officer uh, also. So I do have a really good knack for reading people and body language and uh, see if people are bored or uh, they're uh, not seeing what they want to see or they can't see and uh, just kind of helping them through that and uh, being attentive to people's needs. Uh, Question. You're a cop. I was a police officer. I, 17 years, 10 years, Mobile Police Department, seven years, Gulf Shores Police. Uh, when I moved to Gulf Shores in 2006, I got my captain's license. So I could start doing inshore and offshore fishing charters and uh, on my off days. And I was getting Friday, Saturday, and Sunday off. And it got to the point with the police department, I wasn't getting those days off and I had to cancel a bunch of cruises. And uh, also being with the police department that long, it was a career. That's all I knew. I wanted to have some kind of kickback, some type of uh, something to fall back on. Uh, yeah. Being a, uh, being a man, police officer. Man, you are, oh my God, you're like the first like <laughs> cop captain I've ever met, man. Usually oh, we're on the man. fucking, uh, we're scurvy bastards. We're on the other side of the fucking, I'm not going, my man. <laughs> I can't even tell you how many captains I know have been arrested. <laughs> I got fucking buddies that have been in more like bar brawls and shit like that. Uh, man, I'm, if I was in Gulf Shores, you might have, you might have, might have arrested me, man. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, Kevin, yes. you might you might know Jeremy's uh, uh, compadre. Um, so he, he the company is owned by Donna Marler, 
and she has this um, the Ola Marler Dolphin Cruise, uh, Han Marie and Destin, which Roy DaVinci or DaVinci, I think I'm messing his name up. He's, he's, he's a key. <laughs> everyone everyone uh, fucks Roy's name up. Yeah, yeah, but uh, Roy's a Key West guy, and you, you knew you knew him, and so they're kind of like counterparts. Um, and for both, I mean, honestly, Roy is phenomenal um, at at uh, you know working working that that crowd. Uh, one of the best captains yes. i've seen like in, in a headbone environment so i just wanted to give yeah. some context there oh uh, jeremy but- you know roy i do very well uh, i rode up with him twice uh, i got a few little knickknacks from him on how to work the crowd he's funny man he's he's really he's really good they call yeah. me little roy because i do see you some of his jokes and we're we're kind of paid <laughs> actors even though we're a captain we're trying to keep people happy uh trying to trying to keep people safe uh we're paid actors no matter what is going on in my life most people get on that boat I turn it off. What's going on in my life? Turn it on being a paid actor. Every time I see a dolphin, it is almost like it is my very first time seeing a dolphin. And I really blow it out of the water. How exciting it is to see them, how amazing they are. And that feeds from me onto all my customers. And so, look, I got, I got to tell you, man, you say paid actors. Well, I used to tell my mates, man. Well, so I was I, I am a captain. I am a captain as well. And I was I was a captain in Key West for many years before I started my company. And um, I used to tell my mates, I'd be like, fucking tell them like, hey, man, we're having we're having fun. You know what I mean? Every day we're going to come out here and have fun. It's gonna be fun. It's gonna be fucking fake fun. But it's going to be fun. And if yes. you show your ass in front of my fucking customers, man, me and you are going to go have fun fucking behind the goddamn bathroom. I'm going to fucking punch you in your fucking head, man. Like, don't true. ever show your ass in front of our customers. I don't care what's That's going very on. That's very you, true. You turn down wind because I parasailed. So when I parasailed, I parasailed like this. You know, you're always you're watching your you watch you bow, but you're always watching the sail. So you're constantly watching behind you, and you got the mate on the back deck, and he's taking pictures. So I would turn my back to my customers. I'd, I'd be like, "Yeah, you guys having a good time?" I'd be like, "I'd be like, hey, so and so," and he'd come here. And I'd turn my back. I'd be like, "You stupid motherfucker!" I'd be like, Did "You fucking let me catch you, fuck!" But I'd have my head facing this way, they, and then I'd turn back. Yeah, man, Just <laughs> I'm like, like that. everybody having a good time, you know, like the, the whole, the, the fucking goddamn, uh, the engine room could have been on fucking fire and nobody would have known it. So no you know, to, to your, to your point, you know, that, that, that's incredibly right, man. It's like the band on the Titanic when it's going down, the, the band is still fucking playing, you know, the yes. show is always going yes. on. So yeah. So, so Jeremy, there, there's a big hole between your story still. So you're, yes. you're a cop for 17 years Yes. and how did you get into, you said you're doing captain on the, on the side. how did you get side. into your water sports and boating? Cause there's a <sighs> lot, that, I know a lot, I know you from our venture, but you, but you, there's a lot that happened in between. So that. I did go for the offshore life. Hey everyone, we're going to take a quick break to talk about our sponsor for the month, the VomMac Agency. VomMac is a full-service digital marketing agency with a focus on tour and activity operators. They offer it all. SEO, websites, pay-per-clicks, logos, content writing. If it's online marketing, they got you covered. As we mentioned before, it's uber important to hire an agency that understands our industry. And the VomMac Agency knows water sports. Trust me. And they do all the shit that you don't want to do. They do all the shit that you're probably not very good at and they are look for listeners of the show america herself is giving a free consult all right if nothing else give her a shout give her a call take 30 minutes out of your day more importantly take 30 minutes out of her day so she can get you straight on your marketing needs that's right what do you have to lose 
head to vonmacagency.com and go to the contact us page to get started. Again, vonmacagency.com. And most importantly, let them know you were sent by the AWG guys. All right, let's get back to the show. Uh, that 28 days, 14 off. Uh, that was really hard. It was very good money. But being away from family for 28 days, it just wasn't my cup of tea. So I went a whole year doing that. I was like, I'm going to do it a year, make that money, uh, come back and started working with uh, the reef maker here in Orange Beach, uh, putting out fishing reefs out in the Gulf of Mexico, artificial reefs. And uh, also then answered an ad for a water ski business in Orange Beach at Bear Point Marina. Uh, yeah. Young man wanted to open up a brand new jet ski business there. And uh, I was going to manage it for him. And uh, yeah, and it worked out really well. Yeah, Kevin, remember, you know, all that time talking about all that time talking about my jet ski business. Jeremy was the, the first manager and did a phenomenal job. Oh, Give he him was a lot the of manager of, uh, yeah. of, of Extreme Jet yeah, Alabama Extreme. So my oh, my, my water sport business in Alabama, I had for a few years. Jeremy got it going, and and honestly, I don't think I could have got it going. So, I mean, to find someone like Jeremy in those first few years was like a diamond in the rough kind of thing. So, um, and then Jeremy, you, you didn't make this connection. I've been like, I've been wondering like the whole time where Jeremy came from here. Man. I was like, <laughs> yeah, I, I didn't know yeah, this guy. This man. is. And it's like, it's funny because when we hired Jeremy, I'm like, this seems to be too good to be true because I mean, everybody I interviewed was just a complete moron. I'm just going to put it out there. And, and, and Jeremy's like real professional. He had a great resume and, uh, and I'm like, this guy ain't going to last long. He's, he's going to move on to some other job, but you know what? You, you stay with me that whole entire season and yes. you made sure that the next manager was ready. And like, I, I yes. can't thank you enough for all that you've done for that, that business. And you really, uh, you, you really did a good job. You committed fast forward to, um, getting the job currently you have now with the sunny lady. Talk a little bit about the sunny lady and Bowden experience. The sunny lady is a 65 foot hundred and kind of, let's say hundred passenger boat. It's, it can put more on there, but I stop it at 95 people. That's a comfortable range of people on that boat. It's double decker. Um, it is a really nice boat. Uh, it is a hundred ton masters. It's Coast Guard inspected, of course. And, uh, and luckily me, uh, Greg here is very good friend with Donna Mahler, I would say, and, uh, knew that she was looking for a captain to take over this boat here in Orange Beach at the wharf. And I had to be at the right place, at the right time. Uh, I was actually doing some duck boats, uh, for a little while between, uh, doing oh, all yeah, that. I, forgot about I did that. the duck boats. Yes. And lucky me, I was able to leave those duck boats, uh, about a month and a half before they had that incident in Branson. And once that incident in Branson happened, um, the duck boat business, uh, never recovered. I don't think it ever recovered after that incident. Um, fresh on people. They moved. They moved the Gulf Shores for like a year, and I don't think they're operating anymore. They're not operating anymore, but uh, they are going to try start again uh, over here in Orange Beach uh, yeah. area. Uh, they're going to try to start again. Uh, we'll see. So, uh, cue me in here. What 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 happened? Another there was a duck a duck boat incident where in Branson, Missouri, uh, one of their duck boats sunk with all their passengers on board. Uh, from a really bad pop-up storm come through, had like some 60 mile an hour winds coming across. Oh, the lake. a few years back. Uh, okay. Yeah, for that, some reason, I thought, I thought that was in New York. No, no, I remember that. That was, uh, they that had was awful. Too, but that, uh, the one in Branson really kind of shook people up a lot. 
but lucky me, I was doing the Sunny Lady at the time. It's very hard for me to even watch a video of that incident. Oh, yeah. I watched it one time. I can't watch it anymore. Uh, I, 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 man, I, I drove parasail boats for years, man. And I, I was more and more like, other than more sticky situations than I ever, I mean, you parasail as many people as long as I did. You talk to any captain, they'll tell you, like, man, we've been in in some shit, you know, especially yes. in South Florida, cause same thing, pop-up storms everywhere. And sometimes when I'm out here in, the, in North Florida and the man, like the way the Gulf stream moves here, it's like, and I don't know how I've got friends that parasail in your area. So, you know, I talk to those guys and it's always like the same, you know, it's just like craziness. Like the, the it's so unpredictable the way the weather is here. Yeah. You know, sometimes I think about getting a parasail boat or getting back into it in some regard. And then I'll be out there and just, some fucking storm will build up from the west and come flying in with like 35 mile an hour headwinds. And I'll be like, where? There was nothing on the radar. There was nothing forecast. And it just materializes or builds on shore and moves south. And I'm just like, eh, I don't, I think I'm all set on parasailing in yes. this area. I'm, yes. I'm all good. But, but then again, I miss it. So I would never <laughs> count, I would never count me out of anything. So, but anyway, yeah, I, that video, that duck video is, I watched it, man. And I just, I've been in gnarly situations before and I was just like, ugh, I don't, I don't miss that part of things. That's for sure. That was a, and the parasail videos, there's so many bad parasail videos out there, man. Like yes. almost everything in parasailing gets captured. There's one in Mexico. I don't know how it never became popularized, but I kid you not, man. Like I, I saved it. I shared it and no one ever, I never saw it to WSIA, but it was real. And it was not, it was not Dr. Greg. Like I could tell you a Photoshop video. This was not Photoshop. This is Mexico. Right. Or, or maybe like Costa Rica. So they're parasailing off the beach. Right. Like I took a bunch of videos when I was in coast of them. These guys doing like beach inflations. Like it was I've never seen that. The running down the beach side of things it was before my time. But anyway, there's a parasail and it's stuck like they are just they are fucking locked up. Right. The lines there. And there's like literally 12 people, 15 people. They're all like holding on the line. They're trying to like pull the sail down so i mean i if your catamaran is it under sail or is it just a power cat yes uh, yeah, uh, no, no, i have a it's not a catamaran it's a double decker 65 foot boat i got you so uh, anyway yeah. so any a sail under under pressure like that or under 35 mile an hour winds it's like this is thousands and thousands of pounds of of pressure under that sail i mean you're not you're not pulling it down like this thing. It would lock up a winch system over X amount of thousands, just just shy of snapping 11,000 pounds of stink, tinsel strength with those lines are rated for. So, but these people nonetheless are trying to, are trying to pull it and the line snaps, right? And everybody kind of falls in the water and then like a hundred feet out, you just see this guy cartwheeling through the sky and he smashes into the water, dude. Like the guy fucking held on. I get the we fucking shot off man like a oh, fucking man. rocket man. and it's a literally like five seconds like I, now i don't think the people got hopefully i don't know they, you never know what happened to the people but this thing had like 65 <laughs> views it wasn't like you don't know what happened other than this guy just fucking flying through the water it was not photoshopped it was 100 legit i hope everybody lived because that fucking thing was hilarious anyway wow sorry. yeah incense <laughs> like that are scary well jeremy um yes so let's uh, let's talk a little bit about your show. I'm going to call it a show because we talk about being paid actors. And You're correct. Um, yeah. I've been on a lot of dolphin tours. I've been on a lot of just boating tours in general. And I've been on some really bad ones. I've been on some really good ones. The really good ones have a few things in common. 
One of them is uh, the crew and the captain are really good at engaging people. Whether because not every crew or every every show is going to have the type of entertainment that the person expects. And when I say entertainment is the sea life. So like what happens when you don't see dolphins or what happens when the weather? Yeah. What happens when there's not a good sunset? So walk us through, like, let's just go into it. Like, let's say there's a situation that you don't see sea life. What are some of your, your, your tricks that you pull out to try to um, entertain and engage people? So when they leave, they're not pissed about it or, you know. So I'm going to start at the very beginning. uh, Even before I get the people on the boat, I'm going to start, I start all the way up until that uh, before they get on the boat, we got a little area for everybody to wait there. And I go up there and I meet them in person give them a few directions, few rules, and then I'll lead them to the boat. I'm the one that's at the back of the boat taking those tickets. I'm making eye contact with people. I am talking to the kids. Uh, All these people, a lot of people are uneasy getting on a boat. Uh, Some people have anxiety. Uh, They want to, of course, I don't dress like a captain. Uh, I don't look like a captain. Uh, And I get the question every single time, are you the captain? And, of course, I don't wear anything. It says captain. Uh, I don't wear a uniform after 17 years of wearing the same thing every day. I, I don't do that. I, I wear what I want to wear and presentable. Um, my first thing is trying to get people at ease before they even get on the boat. And then, uh, of course, not everyone has a mascot on board. I have a parrot on board. Uh, so when I do get people on board, waiting on everybody to load, everybody to show up, I take my parrot around and get everyone to get pictures with this parrot. So you I'm got meeting- a fucking parrot? <laughs> I you do. Got- and you I say a parrot? Yeah, you said a parrot. Like a real parrot. 18-year-old parrot. And she's a Holland Queen Macaw. It's blue and gold. It's red and green. Beautiful. Super nice. Not all parrots are nice. So I'm very lucky to have this parrot to go around and meet people before we even leave the dock. I can talk to them. They get these great pictures. So I'm already way above their expectations. Uh, I'm not just meeting Wait, 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 wait. Did you say all yeah. parrots aren't nice? All parrots are not nice. They're Really? Uh, no, no, no. No, parrots are not nice animals. Um, not to be able to let 100, 400 people a day to hold her or get pictures with her. Uh, there's, there's mean parrots? Really? I had no idea, man. Hmm. Yeah. Parrots are oh. kind of a one-person so I do have a very socialized bird. Very lucky for that. Does and it swear? So I'm, I'm able to did get one on one. Teach it to sw- does it t- does it swear? Does it say dirty words? No, 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 no. <laughs> I, I, so there's a joke behind that. Now uh, people ask me like, "Hey, can you get her to talk?" And I was like, "Yes, yeah, she does talk." But I had to stop rewarding her. That's how you get parrots to talk. You give them treats, give them a little sunflower seed for saying a word. Well, she started saying bad words. So I had to take her off the boat for a couple of weeks. I had to take her off the boat for a month because she was saying bad words. And, uh, of course, I got kids on board and the bird saying bad words on the boat. Hey, hey, Jeremy, you could, call it, you could call it swear it. Swear it, the parrot. Uh, only you, Kevin. Only you would come up with something like that. Oh, I wish you would have the came up with it. The parrot's name is Lucy. So I get that. I love Lucy shows, but it is a really cool way to engage with people from the, from the get go. I'm already getting one-on-one people that get on the boat. They already envy me anyway, because I have a dream job of being on the boat, going, taking people see dolphins every day. I want them to be able to get on the boat, forget 
whatever's going on in their life for an hour and a half, two hours, forget about bills being paid, forget about a loved one that just passed away. Um, just forget about all the problems going on in the world and just relax, go out, see some wildlife, uh, feed the wildlife. Uh, we do seagulls. We, I buy bags and bags and bags of Cheetos, about a hundred <laughs> bags of Cheetos. And well, we give people Cheetos. We give those, we get people <laughs> Cheetos to go feed the seagulls and people absolutely, most, most people absolutely love it. People have a few of birds, uh, but they absolutely love feeding those birds. And that's something else, just a little extra something if the dolphins are not performing or the dolphins are not showing up because they're, they're wild. And I explained that they're wild animals. Uh, they're not always going to be 10 dolphins out there. Not always going to be 20 dolphins. Uh, sometimes we get two dolphins, three dolphins, and I try to fill in the gaps with me telling a bunch of dolphin facts, uh, narrating about history, Gulf Shores, Orange Beach, the area. Uh, I just I have to fill in those gaps just a little bit just to get people engaged, uh, asking them questions, uh, talking to the kids, getting the kids to drive the boat. Uh, that's a big deal. I got like 10 different captain's hats, all different colors. Uh, even got the rainbow one. Uh, for I, was the, ask, I was gonna ask if you had a rainbow one. Man. I do <laughs> because we have we get all walks of life on the boat. We get all we got very That's diverse really all walks of life, and uh, so and it, and people really kind of appreciate that a little bit, and I kind of get a, a chuckle out of it, even though we're doing the exact same thing five times a day, four times a day, six times a day. Hey, do you, do you do any like magic tricks too? Do you got any? Do magic not do tricks magic tricks. I mean, <laughs> I got a pair of fucking rainbow hat, dude. I thought maybe there might be balloon animals, or I'm gonna fucking magic trick in there up uh, your sleeve, Jeremy. Yes. So I kind of see it as it's my job to separate those people from their money. Uh, of course, they already bought the tickets, but I'm I'm trying to exceed their expectations. Yes, they're going to think they're getting a boat ride to go see some dolphins. I'm trying to throw a little extra here, a little extra there. Uh, the kids getting little stamps or tattoos on them uh, just to keep the kids a little entertained. It's hard to keep kids entertained for an hour and a half, two hours. It's, people know that. Uh, but they got plenty of room to walk around. They can take their kids to the downstairs area, walk around in the cabin. Um, so that is it's a lot going on. And we just kind of I call it Groundhog Day. Um Five times a day, I'm saying the same thing and doing the exact same thing all day long. Uh, it's like a broken record. Well, Jeremy, you said you said works. something about like kids and and families and their boat. I'll do it if I'm on, if I'm on a tour and if my kids and we're all dads. If my kids are happy, I am happy. Yes. If they are entertained, if they're having a good time, if they're smiling, I am happy. And I can't believe how many tour operators are so focused on making the, the mom and dad happy, but that's not the ticket. It's getting the kids happy because yes. we're trying to leave them alone so we can go and, and, <laughs> and get away from them for 30 minutes. Yes. But, and if they're entertained, but, but no, but when they're really happy and the crew is really putting that extra effort into it, it changes the whole game. For an experience. Hey, look, the, uh, look, when I see someone pandering to my kids, I know what they're up to. I'm like, you're trying to get a fucking tip, motherfucker. You don't care <laughs> yeah, know what you're doing, lady. No, it I ain't worth a shit. I'm giving you 10% now. My ass. I'm the one with the money. It works. Uh, my job is to separate those people from their money. Uh, just like a casino, uh, I, I want to put in my 110% on every cruise 
because I want them to, to exceed their expectations. So I had an incident that happened uh, about a week into being on the Sunny Lady. Uh, so I use music during my cruises uh, between my narration to kind of like a movie uh, to set the mood. Uh, I got all kinds. I got a playlist and I play the same playlist every sing- single cruise uh pull for my crew but how how much of your crew want to fucking stab you to death uh, a lot. <laughs> <laughs> it, it works because i don't have to keep up with what time it is uh when a certain song comes on i know what time it is and i know i need to start heading to the dock uh so it's kind of like my timekeeper uh but um that that and i and i got a bunch of sing-along songs i got uh, Disney songs. I got 80 songs. I got a little bit of rap songs. Uh, just trying Slipknot, to cater to you got, you got some like Slipknot on it, some real hardcore. <laughs> I, 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 I got one. I want fun, happy songs. I got a lot of. Because yeah. uh, when I look at you, Jeremy, when I hear your stories, I think fucking hardcore death metal. Waiting at the dock. We're waiting at the dock 30 minutes to leave. I have these steel drums playing in the background. So people are sitting there, they're listening to steel drums like they're in Cozumel, Jamaica. Uh, they're not paying the Cozumel and Jamaica prices, but they are in Orange Beach, Alabama, listening to steel drums like they have, uh, like, uh, I guess they're Jamaicans, right? They're paying. Yeah, so it's, it's kind of, <laughs> I'm setting the mood. The thing about Jamaica, man, and that's what you're pulling it in. I'm, I'm setting the mood. <laughs> What are you trying to torture these fucking people, dude? What is going on, man? I'm setting the mood for them. So, and then. You're setting the mood for them to jump off the boat and swim in? <laughs> and uh, so, at the very beginning of the cruise, so I don't tell people I take song requests right off the bat. So, I tell people all about Orange Beach at the very beginning of the cruise, give them tons of information about the wharf, all these boats that we pass by. And then, as soon as we start to speed up and get out there and find dolphins, I pick out a gentleman that's got mainly both if they have teenage girls or teenage boys with them, a guy in the audience there. I pick him out like, hey, thank you for that song request you gave me at the beginning of the cruise. And then I start like Miley Cyrus uh, party in USA. And (laughs) (laughs) or I start what's the Fox say or uh, some silly song or um, uh, what's uh, some of the uh, Ice Ice Baby? I start some silly song, and people are like what? And they laugh. They laugh their butts off at this guy. They think he's unrequested it. Most of them would go along with it, but some of them be like, "No, I didn't request that. I didn't request this." And it's it's hilarious. So I'm just starting it off right off the bat as yeah. getting to know people one on one, lightening the mood a little bit, uh, and then people know that I take song requests. So then I yeah. will start doing song requests throughout the cruise without even having to tell them. So I could come on and request fucking Slipknot, and you're going to be like, here you go, man. There's your five, 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 There's a lot of songs that have cussing in it now, and I have to be very careful uh, on my song choices that people request. And I'll ask them, like, is this guy cussing in it? And they're like, oh, no, no, no. So I had to listen to the song first. When, when, when we have a small boat, dude, when you got 10 or 12 people, it makes yeah. life so much easier with that shit because you turn yes. on the music and I'm like, hey, do you have anybody offended by swearing? And then I'm fucking put on Slipknot. If you're fun, fun, fun. Then I'm six, six, six. And they're like, fuck yeah. Everybody circle fucking headbanging shit. <laughs> fucking making it rain money on us. They're like, this motherfucker's a real motherfucker. I'm like, yeah. No. So what I think about on my cruises – uh, okay, so I got a uh, 95 people on board, 50 people on board. I think about what if this person that's on the boat 
this is going to be their last cruise, their last memory with a loved one. Uh, I get a lot of people in the boat that they're on their last leg. They're not going to be around for the next couple of months or the next couple of weeks. Their dream was to come on a dolphin cruise and go see dolphins. What if it's a terrible dolphin cruise? What does they have to have that as a memory uh, that they came on the boat and it was a terrible captain, terrible cruise? Um, and I think about that, and that's what kind of the first week of doing the Sunny Lady, uh, I went out there, did my thing. Uh, uh, and, of course, I kept seeing this one family. They were in the back of the boat. I kept kind of watching them, and they were kind of all kind of – they were smiling. They were crying and smiling. It was happy tears. So got back to the end. Of course, they were happy, whatever. But we got back to the dock. Everybody got off the boat except for this one family. Uh, of course, I'm kind of getting chilled already thinking about it. Mm-hmm. Uh, walked up to them and talked to them. I was like, oh, I hope y'all had a good time. I saw y'all was a little bit upset. And uh, so she said, hey, uh, when you got out there, uh, we started seeing dolphins. Uh, the first song that came on when we started seeing dolphins was Somewhere Over the Rainbow. Um, and I got my son here. My son's uh, 19. Our daughter was supposed to have been on this trip with us. She passed away two weeks ago before this cruise. She was supposed to have been on this cruise with us. Her favorite song was Somewhere Over the Rainbow, and her favorite animal was dolphins. We played Somewhere Over the Rainbow at her funeral and had dolphins. Wow. And, uh, I'm, I'm kind of tearing up thinking about it. And we, I, I mean, I hugged on this family and we cried for 15, 20 minutes over that. Um, yeah, that's it what it's experience. all, that, that's what it's all about. You know, it like, really is. you really see is. so many, so many people get in this business just to make a bunch of money and, and basically cattle them in and out. And, uh, the ones that actually put the, the work in and, and like Jeremy, it looks like you kind of have it to a science almost with the music and the parrot, um, and some <laughs> of the jokes you have, like, and, and I think like the theme of this is having a plan, having a routine, and then refining yes. it. Like yes. we we talk every now and then, Jeremy, and we haven't talked a lot, you know, in the last you know six months or so because we've been crazy. But I remember yes. we used to have a lot of conversations about yes. refining the the tour, the product, and getting the feedback. And and it's again making yes. a science, making a routine, and not everyone's gonna love it. You might please ninety nine percent of them or ninety five percent, but. Yes. Yeah, but uh, anyways, we're we're about out of time. And yes. uh, Jeremy, I want to thank you for uh, coming on the show and talking with us. Uh, how can you. people get more information about you or the Sunny Lady? Uh, we're on Dolphin Cruises, uh, orangebeach.com, uh, 251 uh, We are in Orange Beach. Our first cruise starts March 4th. Uh, we'll start with a couple of them. Uh, then we'll start doing three and four and five cruises a day and uh we we stay very busy uh, all the way through until the end of november and, and uh, you're in the water season. yeah and you're in the water sport and tour professional facebook group right i think you're in there i am yeah I okay should yeah be. i think you are in you there got, yeah got a lot of so, groups going on there but yes i should, be. I should be. <laughs> so yeah, listen to the listen to the show a little bit more next time before you come on podcast jeremy so you know what you're getting yourself into man. <laughs> i don't know if you got kids or you're a christian or whatever and i fucking offended you and swore a lot i know you're gonna get in the car and you'll be like yeah kids i was at a podcast and then i'm like oh, oh god you know your fucking parents swear it you're a cop oh, get the fuck out of here uh, i don't uh, get my feelings hurt after 17 years of people cussing me and hating on me and then you know i don't get my feelings hurt over that but i uh, i do think about people being on the boat 
and not having a good time. And that's their last memory. Um, yeah. I've had issues already. Well, actually, real quick, I know you run out of time. Uh, people have a picture with this parrot, and that's their last picture they had with the loved one. And, uh, yeah, that's crazy. It's kind of a, yeah, it's kind of definitely think changes about. everything. Fucking hey, man! I don't think about anybody dying on my boat, man. I never think I, I'm like that. Bad. I don't want to think about that. I, man, I know guys who've had people this die is, here, on their fucking the boat, man. Like I don't think about that. This shit is why, Kevin, Jeremy, you're making me fucking sad, man. Yes. Out of here, Jesus <laughs> this is why Kevin. Why do we think about people a... dying on your boat, man? What <laughs> the fuck, dude? Like really? Well, this this is why we don't want Kevin on a on a dolphin tour boat as a captain because yes. we don't want someone's last memory to be of Kevin's face. The fuck out of here, <laughs> dude! Are you kidding me? Maybe like memory. fucking finally I can die, dude. I met a fucking awesome guy like you, Kevin. They no, give me a hug, no. kiss out. No, none of that happened. They're like, God, no. what an asshole. Anyway, y'all are awesome. I appreciate y'all having me. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy. Hey, Thank we, you, we appreciate Jeremy. you coming on. And yeah, as yeah, always, man. everyone, make sure you leave a review on our podcast, Apple or Spotify, and uh, check out our Facebook page, as we said. And as always, uh, keep it awkward. Real fucking awkward. Let's go. Thanks again for listening, and we hope you enjoyed this episode. If you haven't done so already, please take a moment to subscribe and leave us a review on your favorite podcasting platform. And if you have further thoughts, questions, or comments about this episode, head to our Facebook group, Watersport and Boat Tour Operators, to continue the conversation. See you next time.